Welcome to Limitless, the Blind Beginnings podcast where seeing things differently inspires limitless possibilities. The Limitless podcast was created in order to inform, educate, entertain, and share stories from within the blind and partially sighted community that show that the opportunities for those who are blind or partially sighted are truly limitless. And now, it is my pleasure to introduce you to your host, the founder of Blind Beginnings, Sean Marcellet. Welcome back to Limitless, the Blind Beginnings podcast. I'm your host, Sean Marcellet. Today, we have a fascinating topic. I think it's fascinating. We're talking about synesthesia. Uh, what the heck is that, you might be asking. Um, to simplify, when one sense comes through with another. So for example, seeing shapes when you hear music or seeing colors when you hear certain letters, numbers, words. Uh, apparently one to 4% of the population is said to have synesthesia. And today I am joined by a group of individuals who are blind, who have this amazing, I'm going to call it a skill. I don't know. Uh, so I want to welcome Keisha, Jenny, Jagad, and Monty. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having oh. us. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Okay. We are synesthetes. Is that what it is? Okay. That's the collective <laughs> term, yes. Okay, awesome. Okay. Wow. So I would love for each of you to introduce yourselves. Just tell us a little bit about how much vision do you have? If you had vision at some point, that's an important factor, I think. And then how your synesthesia presents. Um, Keisha, do you want to go first? Sure. So I'm Keisha. I have retinitis pigmentosa and I have these days I have basically light perception with like a few added bonuses. Um, no, um, <laughs> <laughs> I can but, totally relate, but that's <laughs> a funny way um, to describe it. <laughs> yeah. So I, sometimes I can see color if it's really good contrast. Um, but often I mistake colors these days um, for different colors. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, um, and I, yeah, so light and shadow is really the most, the, the big thing that I have. And um, my synesthesia, so when I, uh, my vision has slowly been um, degenerating throughout my life. So I had um, much more vision when I was a little kid than I do now. And um, I would say, uh, so my synesthesia presents mainly as uh, colors associated with words and letters and numbers. Great. Um, yeah. Hello, everyone. I'm Jagad, and my vision condition is that I can barely see. Like, I can see light and big things if I'm right next to it. So basically, I say light perception, but when I was younger, I had better vision, so I could see colors, see numbers, that kind of thing. And it has been going down since I was, I think, two or three. And right now I'm 15 years old. So yeah, my vision is, generally speaking, gone down a lot. And my color synesthesia is um, words with letters, numbers, and uh, sorry, colors with letters, numbers, and words. So basically hearing and vision crossed, I think. Yeah. So hi, everybody. I'm Ginny. I'm uh, completely blind. I 
was born blind, but as a child, I could see color and shadow and light and dark. Um, so that's why I do know what some colors are. Um, for me, I actually didn't know I had, I didn't know what I had at the time was synesthesia until a year ago. I also didn't know that this was a thing not everyone could do. Um, so when I, um, did, my vision deteriorated when I was about six or seven, I thought this was just something everyone did. I was like, oh, you know, this is normal. And then I realized it's not normal. So then I kept quiet about it for a very long time um, because I just thought it was something that people would kind of think I was weird for. And then when I was explaining it to someone and other people were telling me they have it, uh, at first, I was very shocked that they have it. And I'm like, this thing that I do at the back of my subconscious, could this also be synesthesia? Even though I, I don't really do it as boldly as other people do. And it turns out it is. Um, I would like to get like an actual test one day, if that's a thing, um, to see if it is synesthesia. Um, but for me numbers letters words anything like that um sometimes have a shape but they also have a color um sometimes the shape is something i can't even tell and explain because it's something of just like a toy or something i played with in childhood i don't know why that is um and then sometimes even colors i'll be like this is a color i've seen before but or this is a color i'm seeing what do the sighted people call it because when I was a child, there's only certain colors I remember and I know what they're called, but I'll see certain colors still with words and letters and I, I don't know what they are. So it's, wow. it's definitely interesting. Fascinating. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, Monty, you are the first person with Hi, so yeah, I've met <laughs> and, and I've been hearing about it for years and uh, tell us how, how it presents for you and your level of vision. Okay. So I'm totally blind. Uh, I have retinopathy of prematurity, which means I usefully until age eight, and then I went totally blind because my retina detached. So I do have uh, concepts of vision and color. Um, and speaking of that, I too have what's called grapheme color synesthesia, which means I associate letters, numbers, and some words, usually they're people's names or places. Uh, with various colors. How do you figure out what the difference in, in synesthesias are? Uh, Wikipedia. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say that too, because like for me, like words will have different colors, but if I make up a word of letters, it'll also have different colors. So is that two different types? No, they can blend. At least for me, it can blend sometimes. Okay. Did you get a test done? <laughs> no, I've just read about it. And huh. I I didn't know what it was. Like, I didn't even know I had it, right? Like, none of us yeah. And then the internet came along, and I started to research, and then I sort of found out that I had it, and that it had a name, and blah, blah, blah. But at first, I just didn't really even think it was a thing. It's but just, you knew, it was natural. You knew you associated colors with letters and numbers, though, because I feel like almost for as long as I've known you, you've talked about somebody's somebody's will say a name and you'll be like they're a blue or they're a brown or yeah yeah 
Yeah, so I, I think I knew it. And then somebody said, what are you talking about? Like when I was very young. And so then I realized it was like a very minor superpower. And uh, uh, I started to sort of then, you know, tell people about it. I didn't necessarily have a name for it. And then, as you know, Sean, it would end up being a game where everybody would <laughs> rattle off people's names and colors. Yeah. What color am I? Yeah. All the things. Yeah. I think one time when I told someone about it, they said, oh, I do that too. But what they did was I said, they, they asked me what a nine looked like. I said, you know, nine to me is like a dark green, like a very, very dark green looks like the old landline telephone I used to have in my childhood house. And they said, oh, everyone does that. And they drew a nine on my hand and said, that's what I picture when I see nine. But I don't think that's exactly quite the same thing. <laughs> okay. Okay. So before we go down that rabbit hole of what color everything is, um, what are the other types of synesthesia then? Every, you all have this colors for numbers and letters thing. What, what else can happen? Monty, I feel like you have looked into this. Uh, yeah, so there's there's all kinds of different versions. Apparently, there's 80 different uh, forms of synesthesia wow. because it's essentially crossing, it's crossing sen senses, right? So uh, there's a lot of different forms, and then there's a lot of sort of forms within that. But popular ones. So what we've all listed off here is grapheme um, color synesthesia, and that's when you're comparing predominantly numbers and letters. Like there are different ones. Like, so sometimes if you hear a certain note, um, you'll associate color to that. Um, sometimes smells. Um, so if you hear a certain thing, some people uh, associate a certain smell with it. There's one with even taste, which um, is very fascinating to me. Uh, again, I don't like the, the terms like Monty does but there's all sorts of different ones. Mm -hmm. For me, I don't have them with individual notes, although I know someone who does, but I have them with just individual instruments. Like, you know, a, the sound a piano makes is one color, not depending on note. Okay. That's actually super interesting. I, I never even thought about that because I also experienced that. Like, um, right? some instruments, like, this, like <laughs> the first one that comes to mind for me for some reason is like, like a harp harpsichord sounds like a certain color i think it's usually yellow or orange for me and it's like mm -hmm. i didn't even think about that until just now like I right like yeah part of synesthesia wow hmm. so for me it's like some things that i remember like some numbers i remember how they look like but in my color synesthesia it's it may look as a different shape in a color like i may have seen it in real life but the shape of it in my color synesthesia might look completely different to the actual thing, even though I remember both. I was really curious about that because are you picturing the letter? Is it a print letter? Is it a braille letter? Is it a print number? Is it a braille number? And I imagine that might be different for all of you. Mm -hmm. So for me, um, I usually do picture print uh, numbers and letters. Um, but I feel like sometimes I do picture Braille. It's really weird. Um, and I feel like Braille letters and numbers in my head sometimes have a different color than print ones do. Oh. So like um, Q in print might look 
uh, it looks a different color than Q and Braille in my head. Really weird. For me, it's different. Uh, I picture everything as kind of block print letters, um, similar to fridge magnets. And, and there is something <laughs> about fridge magnets uh, involved in some of the synesthesia studies. Uh, some people think that it plays a big role when we're learning letters as children. Uh, those of us who have used those plays an important role, whereas other studies have sort of said it has nothing to do with it. So um, that's quite interesting. However, for me, who also now knows Braille, uh, I just picture Braille to be colorless. So no. for some reason, the letters aren't represented at all in color for Braille, but no. yet they are in print. Interesting. No. You, Jenny? <laughs> Jenny, do you know what print, did you learn what print letters look like? I was just going to say, for me, print is, it's a little bit meaningless. I actually have fridge magnets um, from, because as an adult, I wanted to learn um, like print letters. So I bought myself one of those kids um, mag fridge magnet sets um, and they all look the same. It's like kind of one red color, but for Braille, Braille is so beautiful. Like when I see a sheet of Braille, like there's, there's so much vibrancy there. Um, it's like this blend of color. Um, like, you know, if you're writing like a word, like blind beginning or, or even blind, the colors that are found in that word, um, well, blind, the word blind has its own color. And then if I'm looking at the letters of the word blind, it also has its own colors, if that makes sense. And are you picturing the Braille dots? Yes. you picture the word blind? Yes. So, okay. well, if you just say the word blind, then it's just like a square yellow plastic thing in my head. I don't know how to explain it. Okay. But if it's like I'm looking at the letters for blind, then it's red, green, blue, brown, red. Okay. Uh, or is that pink? It's like, what's the color between like dark pink but it's almost red but it's not see like that's what i'm saying i cannot mm -hmm. explain like you can't it's a shade it. yeah it's a shade yeah okay huh. oh, but, that's so weird <laughs> i'm like that too though like i can have like so i was thinking earlier one example is the city of new westminster right so mm -hmm. if i think about those letters spelled out individually there isn't a single green one yet when i think of new westminster as associated mm -hmm. to a color it's green Hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Wow. And I find that if I'm not thinking about this on my day to day life, I don't even notice that I'm doing it. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I don't actually see stuff anymore. It's so subconscious. Now that I'm thinking really hard, things that I'm seeing are more viv vivid. Like right now, the synesthesia is in the forefront of my brain. Like mm -hmm. my zoom screen is all lit up. Like, I don't know how to explain that. But if I'm going about every day-to-day -day life and I'm scrolling through the apps on my phone, I don't really see the color. It just kind of shoots back in the back of my subconscious. Hmm. Well, it's and I don't know about you guys, but like for me, like sometimes even, cause you know how like when you're falling asleep and you're having a hard time sleeping and you're thinking lots of thoughts and words are going through your head or conversations or whatever. Mm -hmm. Sometimes for me, like part of the problem of that is with like holding me back from falling asleep is the colors of all these things swirling huh. through my head huh yeah yeah it's super fascinating like it's just like instead of just like already thinking through all those things is enough to keep me from falling asleep sometimes but then it's like oh man like put it with the fireworks like I'm 
<laughs> yeah. For me, it's like that can put me off sleep, but it can also put me to sleep faster. Like if I'm thinking of a beautiful image in my head, uh, like a colored image, and the colors are sometimes so beautiful that you get that kind of turns, like you can fall asleep in there. Like, like it can also put me to sleep. Okay, so I was doing a little bit of research last night and and there's a few things about this that I thought were kind of interesting and important. Um, for one, you can't control it. So like you're saying, Ginny, it's, it's just automatic. It's not something you think about. It's just there. Um, you see the colors internally. So they're like in your head. They're not like an aura around people or I don't know, out external and maybe that makes no difference if you're blind because <laughs> you're not going to see externally anyways i don't know um and the colors stay the same over time so oh and it starts in childhood so like this is how they test it they they okay. would they would give you you know say certain letters and numbers and you would say the colors and they would write them down and then months later or years later or a year later they would do the same test again and the colors are pretty much the same. So that's how they know it's not just, you're not just making up colors or, mm. you know, it's, if it's actually synesthesia, you're, you're going to be, I think it was like 80% the same result a year later. You know, mm. you might, you might name it something slightly different based on the shade. I yeah. So there's going to be some room for error, but nobody would be able to do that. Like, with that much accuracy if they weren't, if they didn't actually have this. I think oh. I just want to add on, like if I can, because I think that sometimes when you're blind, there's this stigma of like, oh, you have like this um, weird other sense or, you know, you can see without your eyes. And I think that was one thing also kind of holding me back um, from saying something with it was because, you know, I, I don't know if sighted people, I mean, I've assuming so that they do have this, but I find that, um, like, you know, saying that you're blind and you see these things in your head kind of makes you like this, mm. this stigmatized thing. And I don't really know how to word that, but I think that's one reason why it's a little bit like still hard for me to accept sort of. One thing that's quite interesting is we do, well, I, I shouldn't say we, I'll say me, but some of the other people I know with synesthesia, I've asked this question too. Um, so for example, for me, the letter M is red. It's like a, a fairly dark me too. red. Yeah. Yep. For example, though, if you were to picture a McDonald's sign, or at least what a McDonald's sign looked like in 1983, uh, there was a golden letter M, right? That's a capital letter M. Arches. And, it, yep. and it, oh, was, no. it was yellowy gold, right? Mm -hmm. So that automatically is in conflict with how I think of the letter M. However, what I will say is I don't get hung up on that. So I don't sit there and go, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong. I can't move on with my day. I think if I picture it myself, um, I will probably picture it the way I remember seeing it on the sign. But if, if it didn't have a color or if I didn't know that, I would default to my color of it. So okay. it's not like there's like an actual, for me anyway, I'm not I'm not going to phone up the owners of McDonald's and say, hey, <laughs> you got to repaint your sign. It's wrong. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you would picture it yellow if you thought of the McDonald's logo 
Yes, because that trumps my idea of what it should be. Okay. Because mm-hmm. it's it's been sort of stated that it's so only for that though, not for any other letter M, unless again it was sort of mm-hmm. you know figured out. Right. Yeah. No, I see that. I totally get that. You said Monty that you have colors for things that you can't really see, right? Like you you don't really know what the real thing looks like. Uh, well, no, I mean, I do know what the real thing looks like, but where, where a good example of that would be, like I said, uh, it can be a person's name or a, a city or a town. So I may not have been to that city or town before or have any reason to know what color it could or couldn't be. And same with a person's name. Um, so that's, I guess, the way I would describe that. I, I have no, you know, I mean, Sean is sort of beigey brown, but she didn't choose that and you know, neither did I. I don't really like so that like, either, but don't worry, so Sean, you're orangey red. Don't worry. You're reddish pinkish brown. <laughs> yeah, she's so orange. Kind of, Leave her I alone. Makes up both of you. But anyway, like for things that you have seen before, this color change for you. Like if you have actually seen a McDonald's sign, like yeah. you know how it looks like in real. Oh no, no. So it does not change the letter M. For everything up no no it's it's only for that specific instance of that particular product or no, design no, i'm just saying like if you have seen an actual sign when you visualize it will you see it in your colors or will you see it in the mcdonald's oh, official colors? yeah sorry it's in their colors yeah um so i have a question about when you figured out that you were that you had this this special trait let's call it um how old were you and how, I mean, Jenny, you already talked a little bit about it. Sounds like you, you kind of said some things and people were like, that's weird. And then you didn't say anything more. Um, yeah. Didn't say anything. Realized what it was last year. Yeah. Okay. Um, what about you, Keisha? I think I, I remember some, some friends talking about, um, I just vaguely have this remember remembrance of this. I don't really remember exactly how this happened, but I, I think some friends were kind of talking about this condition and they were like, yeah, I mean, that's kind of weird. Like, can you imagine having that? Like, what? that's so crazy. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I think I had that. Like, I always had this ability to do, to, to con- like, that was just how it is in my brain. Like, at as I have this condition <laughs> and I, I, I just remember them being like oh what like that's so crazy like they they just couldn't comprehend it and then of course it was kind of like you <laughs> I think it was some sighted friends and they were like you have this right I was like the, the blind person in the group yeah <laughs> I was like yes I do have visual concepts for colors it's just not so prevalently present in my current visual condition but yes. um, <laughs> but yeah so I, I don't even remember the I can't even remember like a specific scenario I just remember being like wow okay I think I have that <laughs> <laughs> um Monty when did you figure it out uh it it was sort of a progression like I think I I don't think I really knew anything about it for the first while because it was just natural right you didn't even didn't cross my mind that it was something anybody else didn't do. Mm -hmm. And so I think I just sort of kept it to myself. But then I think I remember saying something and it might've been 
to a friend or something like they said, oh, do you remember when that happened? And I said, oh, yeah, it was on a Thursday. And they said, oh, how do you remember that? And I said, oh, because it was a, on a, it was green. And <laughs> wow, said, Thursday's green for me, too. Yeah, well, they were like, well, what are you talking about? And I said, uh, uh, green. And then I started listing off the other days, and they still didn't understand what I was talking about. <laughs> and, then, and then it just sort of got to the point where they're like, okay. And then, you know what I mean? And then it starts to open a can of worms, and they start asking you about all kinds of different things. And then, and then I sort of figured out what I, what I did picture, because I also have days of the week and months and things like that are also pictured in colors. So... I think it was sort of like that, that I realized it was different. And then I, I remember talking to my mom about it and she too has synesthesia. So mm. uh, to answer your question, Jenny, it is a, in the sighted world as well. Um, and uh, hers is different from mine. So I know that some of, some people think it's inherited. Um, yeah. Maybe the concept is inherited or the, the ability is inherited, but the actual associations are different, apparently, because my sister also has it. And she thinks of, we have arguments over dinner all the time. Oh, so the colors are different, but it's still colors. Yeah. Okay. For all three of you. Uh, my sister, for sure. I don't know. I haven't talked to my mom about it in a long, long time. Um, though I will at Christmas, it'll be an <laughs> exciting dinner topic, <laughs> but, but um, yeah, I just remember you know, it doesn't take long before someone picks out that it's a strange trait and then they start to drill down and especially kids, right? Like they'll, and that's, that's when it first happened. And it, now it doesn't really come up that often unless, unless it comes up. Mm -hmm. I'm wow. interested in where the statistic of uh, one to 4% of the population came from. Cause I, I mean, I'm, I'm no researcher or statistician, but we have, a fair, I don't really know, like this population size seems like you know, I feel like there's a lot of people with it, actually. Like, I feel like, yeah, well, I, I don't know. I, I've met yeah. a, a couple people with it anyway. I mean, I, I feel like one in four seems like a very low amount in the grand scheme of. And a lot of blind people. It's, yeah. That's... It's greater in the blind community because I, I um, once was part of like a BBC discussion on this uh, and it had to do with blind people having it. And apparently the thought is that the prevalence is a little bit greater in the blind community than, than everywhere else, you know. So I don't know why or what that means. And it's kind of strange because you'd think if any group wouldn't have it, yeah. it might be us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jagad, how about you? Did you, how did you figure out that you have synesthesia? So like everyone, well, like everyone on this call, I've had this forever. And I figured out a couple of years ago when in class we were doing math and talking about numbers and other types of things. We were going over the number line blocks, that kind of thing. And I started to like say how I could remember all that and list off colors. And I actually did not know that there was a name for this. Mm -hmm. um, like I didn't know synesthesia was a word for this. So that was a discovery. And like everyone, I thought like, well, like everyone who have color synesthesia, most people, I, I thought that many people had this. So aside from Monty, does anyone else have anyone in their family that has synesthesia? No. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. That's I, the thing. I, know I, I have it. <laughs> yeah, people don't talk about it necessarily. So that yeah. might be what it is. Interesting. Wow. Wow. It's now I'm like, like very, I'm very interested to like, 
ask my family now. Right. And it's kind of like that thing, you know, I don't know if anyone saw that viral thing going around about people being surprised that some people don't have an internal monologue. Like, it's kind of like that. Like, I always thought everybody had it, like an internal monologue in their head, but not everyone does. (laughs) I think I'm getting a little (laughs) stuck on the details, but I'm very, I'm just curious to know, like, do you, do you picture the number and it's a color or do you hear the number and just see a color? I picture the number and the color that it is. So if it's like a four, I'm picturing a blue four. Okay, that's creepy because I just thought four in my head, just as you said, if it's a four. <laughs> that is indeed quite creepy. <laughs> and is it the same for everyone else? It's both for me. Like uh, I, can, I hear it and I, and I have it in, in my mine and also i can picture it the color and the thing like okay yeah so it's kind of like tisha's and i picture the number and then the color that's sort of filled in in that also in the shape sorry yeah in the shape right okay like a a kind of background actually i don't know and that's how i can remember numbers pretty easily because i can remember the shade that was so i may not remember what the phone number was but i remember what order the colors were in or, or something like that. a lot of the colors that me and you have seem to match what color is four for you uh it's sort of like a yellow wow kind of color. i have it like an orange yellow grayish kind of thing yeah wow. a lot of a, a lot of people share the the, the same colors what, what I wanted to add to that, that's, that's quite interesting, though, we're talking about picturing a number, but it is a little bit different when, I, when in my case, if I'm picturing like a city or a name, because it doesn't really have a shape, it's just a color. Um, and mm-hmm. like I said, with, with memory, like, so for example, if I were to meet Sean for the first time, and I couldn't remember that her name was Sean, if weeks later, I'd probably remember that she was sort of brownie beige, but I, and I'd have to go, what name is brownie beige? And I'd start running through my list of names in my head that are that color. And then I'd go, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it, or that's not it. That's actually super interesting that you say that. Cause like, for example, like the name, just pulling one out of a hat, like Sarah to me is yellow. And then like, there's other girl or and boy names like, and whatever, like, um, that are also yellow that's so crazy and would you remember that if you forgot her name was sarah would you remember that she was a yellow name yeah yeah so that would help you at least narrow it down right yeah yeah like is there any research that they can or cannot change not that i've come across it seems to be the same and 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 i think because it's so deeply ingrained i think it'd be very difficult to to change also, I just had a little realization in my own head now as I was trying to like sort through my thoughts. Like when I picture an individual number, I'm picturing a print number. But when I picture like a whole number, like I'm thinking of someone's phone number right now and I'm picturing a braille number. Wow. So when I think of a city, when you said New Westminster, Monty, I was thinking of the word spelled out, but you're saying you don't See it's it. a one yeah because there aren't any yeah, green, i don't have any green letters in that in that mm-hmm. in those two yeah. words it's it's like depends right like so sean if you said vancouver the word vancouver as a whole is this really interesting shape thing and it's like brown but if you or white or brown whatever that is and then if you tell me 
uh, write down this address, uh, Vancouver, BC. Then Vancouver changes into braille letters and a bunch of different colors based on only those letters. Okay. So the colors of the letters never change. Does for it braille letters it, are the same? Is spelling harder with? Oh this? yeah. I mean, you mm. don't have anything to compare it to, but I'm just wondering. No, I don't think it makes a difference for me. Other than I can, no, because I don't really picture words. For me, yeah, letters. because I'll look. I'll look at a word and I'll be like, what is that? Like, I'll see the colors. Like, I'm like, it's supposed to look like this, but I can't make it into that. I don't really know how to explain that well. For, for me, it kind of helps um, with both knowing how to spell words and knowing how to remember numbers, like phone numbers and stuff and addresses. Definitely okay. helps with math, at least for me. Oh, numbers sorry. but for me yeah it's, i can remember phone numbers math. that way but i don't remember words so much like it doesn't yeah, help math me with is spelling, but it helps me with numeracy oh yeah totally okay so keisha i know you're a big reader mm. so when you're reading is every word a color sometimes yeah and sometimes i have to like take a sec to like recalibrate my brain because i'm like that's too much too many things coming into my brain of too many colors mm -hmm. um so then i just have to like pick the story unfolding in my mind instead of the words um but yeah like often there's words are associated with colors and yeah wow it's so interesting too because so if i'm reading like in braille then it's all the letters of braille just will be their own colors if i'm listening to an audiobook um, like, I guess each person has a differently based on spectrum, but then it's just like in the back of my mind for subconscious, like I said before, but I'm also studying poetry. Now, when you get into poetry, color really is so interesting because poetry will have like blank spaces. It'll have like, like different things with it. And mm -hmm. I find that the color with that just kind of like impacts the poetry even more. Hmm. Wow. So I, I would say that it's, it's always there, but it's kind of down the priority list in terms of things that are taking over my thoughts. Mm -hmm. So you know how our brains are very good at filtering out a lot of information when there's a lot going on, we're pretty good at filtering it out. Or if you hear your smoke detector going off every 33 seconds, a lot of times people will tune that out and have it going off for weeks when the battery's low, mm. uh, but you tune it out. So it's sort of the same thing. It's always there, but it's tuned out. So we're talking about it now. I'm thinking about it a lot. But yeah, that's what I was saying. Normally it's, it's very much in the background and doesn't really get in the way. Mm -hmm. I feel like there should be some research if it actually changes ever, like colors. It doesn't. I read that it it's, doesn't. It should colors will stay yeah. the same forever. That's one of the ways that you know that you have it. So you, so, better, you better choose wisely at the beginning of life. So right now, my brain is very, very overloaded. Like, because we've been talking about this for so long, like, I kind of feel like kind of overstimulated, if that makes sense. Hmm, like, more than my day-to-day -day life. Like, Monty said, it's so, like, ingrained in the back of your subconscious, but... Right now, it's like my brain needs to like chill, like recalibrate, like Keisha says. <laughs> Someone um, tells you that something is a different color. Let's say like 
someone else with color synesthesia says that this thing is a different color, would it change for you? No. No, okay. I think your colors are going to stay your colors. Um, I re- also read that it's more, slightly more common in left-handed people. I was just curious if any of you are left-handed. No. Nope. No. Okay. Well, that's a big flop. Uh, <laughs> Not this group. Now I'm going to have to ask some of my lefty friends. I, yeah. I mean, I don't, I've never met anybody sighted with this. I've only met that's people what who I, are blind. Same. Kind yeah. of interesting. Yeah. Um, I wonder if sighted people even know they have it. What if they just think oh. they're seeing Oh, no, they do. They do. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's the same for them. It's the same for them. I think it's just a little more, for those of us who have it without sight, I think we maybe picture it more often. Like, they must get conflicts all the time that we don't yeah. get. Yeah. Mm, right. Have any of you met people with other kinds of synesthesia? So I have a friend who has uh, a version of the spatial sequence uh, synesthesia. And essentially what that is, it's when you picture sequences of things kind of in space. So in three dimensions. So for example, she will picture a calendar, but instead of it just being, uh, I don't know how people picture calendars, but even if you think of a traditional calendar as just being like a piece of essentially paper with squares on it, right? Representing Mm. each day of the week or the month. Um, She pictures it somehow. And I was a little bit confused when she was describing it, right? But essentially it's, it's some kind of wheel that's in space. And she can see the associations of the, the, the dates on it. So she's very, very good at recalling a date or when something happened in the past because she can kind of somehow picture or, or, or sense the entire calendar and just kind of like rattle off dates. Wow. So is that like when I said, you know, oh, let's like that toy I had as a kid, like suspended in front of my vision. Like when I hear like, like ice cream, like I picture an ice cream tub with all its colors suspended in front of my vision. Is that the shape thing? Well, that like, might just be imagining, right? Because everybody oh. can imagine something, right? So there must be a difference. I, I'm speaking out loud here without mm-hmm. much thought, but but we all must picture things. Like everybody can, well, I don't know about everybody, but I'm assuming most people can picture something and have an imagination. Hmm. Um, now that I know about the inner dialogue, who knows? Maybe some people don't. <laughs> I don't think I picture things. Like when I think of ice cream, I don't picture what? ice cream. I just think that's delicious. And I don't that's picture so weird. a bowl of ice cream or an ice cream cone or anything. Do you imagine a flavor in your mouth? Mm, no. Oh. Whoa. Do oh. you? Yeah, like when I'm thinking about like... If I want chocolate, I'm I'm pretty certain I know kind of what that what the taste I want at this moment yeah. is. Yeah. But that being said, like if my mind is not closed to like an equally awesome chocolate. I mean, I think about maybe what I want right now, like what flavor is appealing, but I'm not picturing the different flavors. Is it, is it because you don't give it thought or like if I were to say, hey, Sean, what color is the letter P? Is there any time in this world where you could give us a color or you just can't? Um, 
I mean, if I was forced to, I'm thinking green, but I don't know where that came from. And I've never, ever in my life thought of a color, a, a letter being a color. I think they're usually black. If I picture a word spelled out, it's black, like it would be print on a page and they're all yeah. black. Yeah. Are you seeing that or are you thinking green? Like, no, I'd have to purposely <sighs> picture it on purpose. Like, now I don't know whether I have see. So now I'm like really over, huh? Because I think you have it from what you okay, described. Because because I don't actually like. I mean, I picture it, but I don't like. But you My also no, but Ginny, you're a bit different because you didn't, you don't really know what print letters look like. You yeah. didn't learn that way. Your vision was pretty um, much gone very early on before you'd really even like figured out the names of colors. Yeah. So you're, you have it. It's, it's probably the most fascinating because you have it and you can't even verbalize it because you don't know how to describe what you're seeing. Yeah. And I think that stresses me out sometimes mm. because it's like, I have this thing and I'm seeing this thing, but I can't really like, like tangent, like make it so tangible to me mm. and palpable. Well, you're also describing, you're kind of describing alternate forms of synesthesia as well. Like, like we're, we're initially here, we're talking about the, the grapheme, color synesthesia right but you're you're sort of saying that you have some other forms and and i think that's reasonably i don't know common. <laughs> well no but that's what i mean i think that's supposed to be reasonably common with mm -hmm. synesthetes and that you have different forms of it or certain things can cross over so what you're describing is is right for whatever you have mm -hmm. and it differs from what we have in some ways mm -hmm. just like I think if we were to go through the alphabet or numbers, we would find that we probably share some of the same numbers and letters and days of the week and et cetera, et cetera. Right, but like we did with M. We, M yeah. we, we won't with all of them. So it's the same as what you experience. Okay, huh. just for fun, let's do the days of the week. So okay. Sunday, what color is Sunday? Blue, white. 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 Yellow. Like a red, but like a different red than I'm going to say for... Monday when it comes around. So it's okay. like, a, it's like, a, I can't, this one okay. is, it's like, it's okay. darker. There's no right or wrong answer. A darker And red. it's a shape and it's, I have a shape. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, what's Monday? Red. Red. Pink red. Red. But oh a, my gosh, you also a different red. type of like a lighter red, like a more neon. Oh, neon. No. It's definitely dark. Oh no, it's definitely neon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But Monday okay. and Sunday, it's share like a the light same red shape. and a dark pink, white, that kind of thing. Okay. Uh, Tuesday. Yellow. Blue. Red, white. Blue. God, did you say red, white? Yeah. It's Actually, red and white, like stripes? Uh, well, not stripes, but yeah. Okay. Cool. I think also like color. Tuesday is like purple. Whirl. Okay. Actually. Huh. Blue or purple? I don't know. <laughs> okay. How about Wednesday? Red, Orange. gray, white. Okay. Purple, but like a dark lavender purple. Well, no, this is this is interesting. So my Monday and Wednesdays are the same color. Does anybody else have repeating colors in their days of the week? Yeah, Sunday White. and Tuesday. Okay. Okay, White good. Then I'm not weird. Come from a lot. <laughs> okay, Thursday. Green. green. Light green. Um, yeah, it's, it's green. like a. It's like a. Okay, you know, like how as a child, anyone have those like lollipops on a stick. That's the type of orange for Wednesday. And for Thursday, it's like a reddish 
like you know when red and orange kind of cross over like you kind of can't tell the difference like that friday yeah. white brown black Dark. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. interesting okay saturday Misha? oh black orange green my saturday is a greeny blue nice. yeah greeny blue yeah like a cucumber like the inside of a cucumber with the outer edge like yeah, yeah, like white too. What what I found interesting was was when people have a mixture of colors kind of in their day. That that's like I have different shades, but there's never like a mixture of pink mm-hmm. and white. Ah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, let's like, talk about. Yeah. We just have a few minutes left, but you've all mentioned how you, this has helped you to with your memory for phone numbers and names and well, does it help with names? Remember yep. people's yeah. names. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so that's that's a benefit. <laughs> oh, and it's actually interesting because some people's names for me are a solid color. Like most things, most word-related things are a solid color for me, but some people have names that are multiple colors. Like, um, yeah, like some of my, mm-hmm. like one of my best friends has a hyphenated name and it's two different colors. Yeah. Um, and also yeah. like, yeah, other people like they'll like I know one person who has a name and it's just like the one letter in their name is a different color than the rest of it. So well, interestingly though, now I'm curious, I gave this some thought earlier, and I wonder if others have the same thought. It has nothing to do with the person, right? It's the name because if somebody has, you know, if I think of, for example, if I think of the word Robert, Robert is blue. But if I think of the word Bob, Bob is white. And it's the same, it can be the same person who could go yeah. by Robert and Bob the next. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a different color. So that person, I don't know if the person themselves has the color. In my mind, they don't. It's it's the they word don't. that's created. So if you knew two people with the same name, both of the names are the same color. Yes. Yes. If, if I know them as I don't know their last name if they're a teacher and I know them as their last name and I don't know their first name then they're going to be a certain color but later on if I hear their first name then that might change yeah okay so if you take Sean Marsalais do yes. I still end up being beigey brown well Sean well, is brown voice. and Marsalais is red so it's they're they're, they're two different oh, colors okay. but if if I found out later on that your name isn't really Sean, but it's, uh, let's think of a purple name, Peg, then um, <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna all of a sudden, do you know what I mean? You're not gonna have the same color just because. Yeah. You're Sean. Yeah. For okay. me, that's so interesting. Cause when I said you're orange, Sean, your voice is orange, oh. but your oh. name, your name, like Sean Marsalay, yeah, Monty's right. Like Sean is like a blacky brown and he's right. Marsalay is more red. Okay. So I can see that actually. Okay. And I think Marsalay is red because it's so some, like I said, it doesn't have to be that the letters have anything to do with the, the sort of in terms of cities, but a lot of times it does. And so for me, M is red and, and that might be the dominant letter in Marsalay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fun fact. Fun yeah, fact, my brain says Marsley is green. Oh, do you have any green letters in Marsley when you think? Uh, I think I is green, not hmm. the dominant letter, but that's, that's not a dominant letter. letter. Yeah. yeah, interesting. No, but your L is green for me. Um, Mars, like the M, 
M for me is red. So yeah. Wow. So Jenny, voices have colors. Yeah, voices have colors. Also, like your name has a shape, so no offense, but Sean is shaped like a frying pan. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's or a, hilarious because I don't banjo. cook much. I don't know. It's a frying I pan, and the frying pan is also black. Uh, yes, your voice has colors. So, like, but when a crowd is talking, a crowd color is just like a neutral, like color. Okay. Land. So, Ginny, if you forgot Sean's name, would you remember that? She might have been a frying pan. Like, would that, would that thought cross your? Would that, would, but would that um, thought cross your mind if you couldn't remember her name? No, because voices and names have different colors. Like Monty, the name Monty is like yellow, but your voice is like black. And like Keisha's name is like a pinky red, but Keisha's voice is definitely white. Like, it's just very different. Wow. Like how you speak with such like with such confidence because I, I I love it because it's like I I had no like that's so like new to me that's so cool it's so I thought you guys had it too I thought when we were all talking about what color the um Sean Sean was that we were talking about her voice the whole time so you could say like that's the bluest voice I've ever heard <laughs> it's super interesting because I definitely like similar to you Jenny I definitely like there's certain musical instruments that have colors in my mind yes but I don't know that I def- that I have a voice color. That's interesting. Hmm. I do not. Like, so right now it just switched from like white, we got a little orange and then down to black. Wait. Like you guys just did like a little spectrum when you all went, hmm. Oh, I see. So you mean so each of us speaking. Okay. If Sean yeah. has an orange voice, is that right? When she speaks? Mm-hmm. If, if she started to sing, would, would it say orange or would it change? I haven't heard Sean sing ever. Right. So I don't but know. okay, well then anybody else, like a talking versus uh, a singing voice. No, I don't think so. Quick question. I'm so I'm interested <laughs> now, right? Um can you do you can you picture the color of your own voice or no? Um so that's also interesting. So you know how you guys when I can picture my own color of my voice, but then when I hear myself in a recording, it's a completely different color because that's the voice everyone else hears. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. And so as a musician, which I know you are a musician as well, right? A little bit. <laughs> um, so do you find that that impacts your your performance or your um, ability to like pick up notes or things like that? So I don't have it where each note is a different color. Um, mm-hmm. I know someone who does, and I just imagine how pretty that is. But mm-hmm. like you, different instruments are different colors. So if I hear a piano playing that's white, um, if I hear a flute, that's like a red or pinky red, like, um, so those will associate different things. I wonder if somebody with perfect pitch, I mean, that would be really helpful if each note was a different color in, I'm just thinking of like piano exams where I had to yeah. name like intervals and wow, it would have been so much easier if I was just seeing the colors. <laughs> like that's a perfect fifth. That's a major third. Anyway. Does it help any of you remember the color of something like to, to reverse it? So for example, I was working on my car the other day and I was doing things with wires and I needed to remember what color the order of the colored wires were in, but I, I can't, I can't reverse it. So what I mean is I can't remember something based on the color. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, I get that though. Cause if I think of like the orange 
of Sean's voice. I'm not going to associate that just to Sean because there are so many other things that are orange that I see. Yeah, it doesn't help, right? You it can't, doesn't, you can't no. take advantage of it and reverse it. No, it has to be very, very unique. And I have not encountered that yet. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like we uh, might get some questions about your car, Monty. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. already have questions. Well, hey, <laughs> if anybody knows what color uh, in Lucas wiring, what color goes to the right-hand headlamp, I would appreciate it. <laughs> I think the real question I had was about your driving. <laughs> well, it, it, it doesn't. I don't drive it. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Uh, well, hey, it depends who's listening. Yeah, I don't drive it. I see BC, I don't drive it. No. <laughs> awesome so sean during your research did you did you read the part that said that synesthetes tend to have more gray matter than others the non-synesthetes no yeah i was i was reading that earlier and i thought this is this is great we have bigger brains no (laughs) i don't i don't know that that's true we may not use it Mm. (laughs) i feel like you are all quite smart so i want to get tested now Well, thank you so much for sharing about yourselves and this cool ability that you have. It is so fascinating to me, and I'm sure that it will be to our listeners as well. Thanks for being here today. Thank you. You've been listening to Limitless, the Blind Beginnings podcast. If you have a question, a comment, a future topic request, please send us an email to limitless at blindbeginnings.ca. Please share our podcast, like, subscribe, leave us a rating and join us next time. This podcast has been brought to you by Blind Beginnings, an organization based in Vancouver, Canada, that supports children and youth who are blind or partially sighted along with their families. Music for this podcast is composed by Sean Bishop and Clement Chow. Production and audio editing by Rob Minot. For more information about Blind Beginnings and the work it does to support children and youth who are blind and partially sighted along with their families, visit us on the web at www.blindbeginnings.ca and also remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We thank you for joining us and we look forward to seeing you next time.